there and welcome to Just Chatting. My name is Mopgarden and I'm your host on this podcast talking about sweet streamers on the Twitch TV. Just wanted to let you guys know this week about September, which is ending on September 24th. So make sure you get in all your subs, all the goodness while you still can. September has been going on since 2017 and Basically, it's a really good thing for streamers. Also, a really good thing for um, just viewers as well because you get to sub to your favorite streamers for 50% off for your new subs, which if you are an emote collector, that's like amazing. Um, I'm going to be subbing to a bunch of my streamer friends that I can't really afford to sub to regularly, which is very exciting. So make sure you do that. Um, just a reminder though, that it's only half price for your first month. So if you can't afford to continue your subscription, make sure you do cancel it once you subscribe or else you will get charged the full price next month. So just a fair warning about that. Also, they're giving away 10% bonus bits when you use the Subway Sandwich cheer mode. So you get more bang for your buck for supporting your favorite streamers through that. Because basically, you can just give them extra bits, um, which is just extra money for them. So that's pretty cool. Make sure you get in all your September goodness while you can. And this happens every year, so as far as I know. So if you missed it, that's okay. It'll be around next year. I think they usually do a similar kind of promotion around Christmas, um, sometimes of a various sort, but usually something pretty cool and similar as well. If you guys have any questions that you would like answered on the podcast or any news articles or anything covered, please feel free to email me at justchattingpodcast at gmail.com. I am totally open to answering your questions or any sort of discussions you guys might want on the podcast. Feel free to message me. Our guest for today is Someone that I met through Rob, who edits this podcast and is the owner, I guess, of The Geek Generation, <laughs> the creator. You've heard him on a podcast a few weeks ago. He's amazing. Um, I met him through there, and SK and I have been kind of friends in passing for quite a while now, and I'm so glad that I got a chance to finally sit down and have a proper full conversation with him. He's a really, really nice guy, so I hope you guys enjoy the interview. Hello, Silence Knight, the one, the only, SK. Hello, Ma. <laughs> How are you doing this fine Wednesday? Uh, yeah, it's a Wednesday, I think. I lose yeah. track of time, but I'm pretty sure it's a yeah. Wednesday. I'm doing pretty good, doing pretty good. Just a uh, long day at the office, and now I'm here with your awesome self. Aw, so nice. Um, you just moved into a new place. We I were just did. discussing. How was your move? Uh, it was not too bad, actually. Every move I've ever done, I've dreaded, like, like so Same. much. But I, uh, over the past year, I've actually, like, minimized and gotten rid of so many things. And I left my, um, last place only bringing things that I really cared about. And it was really simple. I packed up in, like, a day and moved in, like, a oh day. My God. And it was very easy. And it may have been the nicest experience. It's the best move I've ever done. So I highly recommend, like... Just getting rid of as, as much stuff as you can. Like, it was fantastic, That's actually. That's amazing. 
That's so like hard to do, but once you do it, it feels so good. It's freeing. Like I, I look around yeah. and everything has a place. Like when I go to get something, it's very purposeful. I know where I'm going. I know what I'm doing. I don't like get distracted. It's like, I need this. I get this. And it's great. Yeah. It's very freeing. Oh, that's so nice. Did you have a bunch of people help you or did you move by yourself? No, actually. So I packed up everything by myself and my dad just helped because he had a trailer and he just helped me move the big stuff and basically moved in a couple hours. And then I unpacked it all that day. Like it was very simple. Wow. It's great. That's amazing. I'm like trying to get there. Like I, every move I give away like a huge amount of stuff and, uh, my last move was like so nice in that kind of sense. But then I buy things like a piano and <laughs> like stuff just starts adding up. And I'm like, oh, no. But my last breakup in November, I was like, OK, I want to purge like everything that reminds me of him because it was a really like hard breakup for me. And so I did that. And then I was like, well, while I'm going through my whole apartment, I like literally like looked through everything in my closet and I did that without ever having known. What's that Netflix show with that girl that does the the stuff? Oh, with the Komari method or whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I didn't know that that was a thing, but I literally went through and looked at every single thing that I own and was like, do I like need you? Have I used you in the last like two years? And I gave away three car loads of stuff and it felt so good. That's awesome. That's actually sort of what I did as well. I sort of went through everything and said, do I need this? And have I touched this? And if I haven't touched Mm -hmm. it in like a year or two, it's like, do I really need it? And instead of making reasons up like, well, I might or I could sell this. It's like, no, just get rid of it. Cut the cord right now. And that's what I did. I just cut it right there instead of making excuses or whatever. I'm like, have I touched it? Nope. Okay, bye. And I guess also you know, being single helps because you don't have a bunch of other people's stuff to bring around. Yeah, true. Kind of just bring exactly what you want. Yeah, that's so true. Being single rocks. People heck like yeah, it does. <laughs> heck yeah, people put such a like negative thing on it, but it has a lot of perks. <laughs> it has perks. It has hidden perks. Yeah, yeah. You have your own closet in your place, I assume. Oh, I have a lot of closet space, which is great. And guess what? I got rid of dressers. I've had dressers my whole life, right? Like it's just this ingrained furniture concept. I have no dressers. Everything is in one closet. It's my clothes closet. I'm using closet organizers and everything is in the closet organizers. And I have one closet with clothes and it's still got a lot of space that I'm not using. Cool. So no dresser. Wow. That's so cool. Is it like one of those Ikea sets? Um, I got it off of Amazon, just got some nice hangers and stuff. So, and then I used a couple boxes for stuff like my beanies and my socks, but it's, it's pretty much just all organized. It's really great. That's so cool. Yeah. You have a lot of beanies, right? It's kind of like your thing. It's a thing. It's my shtick. (laughs) You know, what's funny is it never was like formally a shtick. It just happened. Like I wore a beanie and someone said, I like that beanie. And I'm like, I like the beanie too. It's cozy. I feel comfortable. Almost like an anxiety blanket. Like I was like, this feels good. And so I just Uh, never, it became a thing like for no reason. And now it's, you know, when I first started, I don't think any clips exist, but when I first started, I didn't wear beanies. So somewhere out there, there may be evidence of my hair, which I have hair. Um, Whoa. What color is it? It's brown, like a dark brown. Brown. Okay. Similar to like my beard. (laughs) If you've, if anybody's listening, who's ever seen my beard, it's very similar. The same color. Gotcha. So there, you never 
don't wear a beanie. It's a double negative, but never on don't. Stream. Exactly. I never, never don't. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. So why we never did introduce your stream? We just started talking about moving. But it's okay. <laughs> why I'm, don't you hey, introduce yourself properly and uh, what you do on stream? Okay. Cool. Yeah. So I'm Silence Knight, Silence underscore Knight, or just SK as my friends call me. And you know, if we're talking, we're friends, so you call me SK. Um, I do variety in the true sense of the word, as in I just play whatever comes across my brain. There's no rhyme or reason to what I play. It's whatever strikes me five minutes before stream. That's what I play. I'm not great with schedules, so I don't try to schedule things. I just say today I feel like playing Overwatch and I play Overwatch. Um, that's kind of how things have been for me for the last year and a half. Typically I play competitive games if I had to sort of box things in it's competitive games like apex and overwatch i like cool. indie games a lot um talos principle is actually one of my favorite games of all time what remains of edith finch things like that and then survival oh, so games i love survival games so those right. are like my main ones but typically i just play whatever i see and i'm in the mood for cool i think that's the the healthiest way to do it really i at least for me personally because i used to do like I called it Miscellaneous Monday, and that was like my day where I would play weird indie games. And it was fun because I played a lot of like really, really strange games like Lumino City. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. It sounds familiar. Yeah, it's like a mobile game, I think, but it was on Steam. And I would play like games like that. But then once you get stuck into that schedule and it's like, well, now you have to play this weird game today. It's like, oh, I, I kind of just want to play Counter-Strike. Like, <laughs> you know? Exactly. That's yeah. the that's the hard thing because like yeah if you try to have some sort of like semblance of structure to your stream but the the real thing is after a while you realize that it's very draining to do things that you don't want to do right like yeah, you want to do the so things draining. you want to do so if you start playing games that you don't want to you may have wanted to at a time for a little bit but if you start to box yourself in then you get really like drugged down like with the expectations of it all like you have mm -hmm. to play this game on this day because it's miscellaneous Monday and you can't play Counter Strike but so over the past year or so, I realized that it was digging into me the weight of certain expectations, not just what game I played, but that's a good one. And I realized that it was much more freeing to say, hey, I'm just going to play what's on my mind, no matter what that means for like stream numbers or anything. It's mm -hmm. just I'm going to play, you know, I'm a gamer. I want to play what what I like to game. So yeah, I really think that's the best way to do it. And I think so many people don't do that and it totally works for them and then people know when to go to their stream like if they want to watch just dance then like they know on tuesday afternoons they can come watch just dance but like if i don't want to dance i'm not gonna dance like <laughs> you know yeah. gotta be in the mood for that <laughs> yeah it's not knocking so, anybody that can do it i i just can't like i realize I how know. draining it became after a while for me yeah. personally some people can do it all day they can play a game they hate and and mm -hmm. do it. I just, I can't I don't for know very how. long. I don't know how either. Oh but they my do it God. It's like soul sucking. I feel like it's the same as having a job you really don't like. That's, that's exactly it. What it becomes. You, you know? can do it for a little while, but eventually you're going to feel hollow because it's like I'm not doing anything that gives me purpose or passion or any anything important. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like I, I play a lot of Rainbow Six Siege still and I absolutely love that game, but like I do it once a week, partly so my viewers don't get bored, but partly also because I don't want to burn out on it because I love it. I don't want to ruin it. <laughs> yeah. I would be so sad. I'm the so. same way with uh, Apex right now because like Apex is the first game in a while that 
like I've gotten really into just because I've gotten really good at it and I'm, I enjoy it a lot. But I realize that not a lot of people, you know, who have watched me in the past like that game. And, and I oh, just really? have to be okay with that. Yeah. Just because in the past, I, there was a long period of time where I was playing mostly indie games and mostly survival games. Mm. And it had been a long time since I'd really gotten competitive um, at gaming, which is actually something I did for a while with Counter-Strike uh, Go. Cool. I played because I played Source for like 4,000 hours back in the day when I was way before Twitch. And then wow. I played Go for a while. Um, and I was very into that. I got pretty high ranked in the ranking and... Were you like on a on a team properly? Um, no, I didn't. I wasn't quite that good or I didn't spend okay. the time to be that good. But I would say right. I was, you know, above average on those kind of things. And so uh-huh. um, it's been a while since I've gotten competitive about a game. Well, Apex came around and it was really hitting all the spots for me. And that's, that's awesome. currently one of my competitive drive. That and Overwatch. I just love that game. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, I feel like being competitive in a game feels so good. Like it's it's a different itch. Like it scratches a different itch. Yes. Yes. I completely agree. Like I, I usually generally don't care if I win at games and I generally don't care if I win at siege, but like having the like competitive nature come out in you feels like so nice. I don't know. I agree. It's some kind of weird drive warmth that you get from it. It, Even when you're losing, but especially when you're winning, that's just so exciting. And it's, yeah, it's different than the other satisfactions. Like a weird drug. drug. There's probably (laughs) some chemicals we're dropping there and I don't know exactly what they are, but it feels good. Yeah. It feels very good. Yeah. That would be interesting. I'm sure there's studies done on that. Oh, definitely. Well, I'm going to Google it right after this conversation now. Yeah. Yeah. I guarantee there is. So you, um, have you ever looked into like Apex tournaments or anything? I have not completely. I was actually today, it's funny, I was thinking about it today, sitting around daydreaming. I'm like, you know, I'd love to have like a team and just start to get competitive at things, Apex specifically, but also like Overwatch as well. But Apex, like, I haven't looked into it yet. I know that like Twitch has their rival stuff going on and things like that, but I haven't really, mm-hmm. I don't know how big the scene is for Apex. Like like Battle Royales don't always do so good with the esports industry. Like they're kind of hit or miss. It's, I mean, I think it's still pretty big from what I've seen. I think it dropped off a bit when that scandal with the devs came out. I shouldn't talk about it because I don't really know much about it. Basically, just them kind of being like F you to their community. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember Yeah, that. yeah. Um, so. Yeah, it may have dropped off a little bit, but yeah, I haven't really looked into it too much, but it would be something eventually I'd be interested in, but I definitely would have to put way more hours than I am now into it. Yeah, that's fair. Do you play competitive like or any, I guess, Counter-Strike anymore? Uh, it's been so long and I miss it. I, I used to play <laughs> so much ranked Counter-Strike back in the day. Like, it was just so much fun. It's so good. But I, d- I haven't played it in a while. I'd love to have a reason to play it again, but it's just like not as many of my friends play it. And, and I don't know. I feel like the ship has sailed a little bit. I keep waiting for a new Counter-Strike, I guess, hoping that one That's comes out. That's I don't know that they will. CSGO, they have such a good market with all their skins and everything. <sighs> they do. And their boxes and stuff. I don't know. I don't know. But they've been updating it, which is a really good thing. It's not like they're just like, yeah, they're not just like, this is our game and just take it as it is. Like they keep adding stuff and new maps and they added a new SMG maybe half a year ago. What kind? What was it called? Do you know? Oh, God. I think it. Oh, everyone's going to be so mad at me. Like, Mop, you should know this. (laughs) (laughs) Not the MP7. Was the MP5? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think MP5. I actually don't use it ever because I love the MP7 and Counter-Strike, so... 
<laughs> that's yeah i remember i think the mp5 was in source it may have been i, ah, I can't remember it's been so a while they brought it back did you play when riot shields were around mm, no i don't think i played when riot shields were around oh my god it was so good yeah <laughs> that was back in um 1.6 maybe 1.5 oh. um but there were these huge shields that like covered your whole body and so you could like plant the bomb and then like do like sneaky stuff with your riot shields to <laughs> it was really <laughs> fun but everyone hated them <laughs> yeah well no wonder they're not in the game anymore i mean yeah but oh it was kind hilarious. of like a joke <laughs> <laughs> like i think nobody ever bought them except me like i don't think i ever saw anyone else using them so, <laughs> so it great. was really really good <laughs> wow. i liked them a lot Oh gosh, you're you're making me think about Counter Strike again. It's sad. I'm I want to play it now. You should play. I still play every really? once in a while. Yeah, know. you're probably better than I oh, am. Oh, I haven't played in forever. Yeah. Do you did you play much Go? I played. Uh, I would say I had a couple thousand hours in it, so I played a lot of it. Okay. So That's I definitely played good. some Go for a while. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. That's like what I started streaming on. I was oh, like, cool. I love this game. Yeah, That's a good one to start on. I think my first game was H1Z1 Survival. Not the not the Battle Royale, but I was doing... That was my first stream ever, actually. Oh, my God. Yeah. That game. Yeah. That's hilarious. It was a long time ago, but it was such a fun like game at the time. I was building stuff and killing zombies, and it was really great. Yeah. That was... I didn't play much of the Survival, but my friend got me H1Z1, and then the Survival or the BR was kind of like included in it at that yeah, time. Yeah, they split at some point. And made it two separate games, but at one point they were one game. Like it was just one game. Yeah, and I remember playing it and thinking it was just the coolest thing. BR mode, like like you're with all these people. It's like Hunger Games, and you're like hiding in a bush trying to win. And I remember like getting my first win with my brother looking over my shoulder. Like we were so excited, and our hearts were beating so fast. <laughs> um, oh, it was so, so good. And now BRs are just kind of like. Like, it's still exciting to win, but... They're everywhere. They're not the same, but that was, like, one of the first ones for me, too. So you'll never forget, like, that feeling, that adrenaline hitting you where you're, like, shaking yeah. almost in the end because you're so excited. Because out of 100 people or however much it was, you're the only one that wins. How cool is that? It's so cool. It's very yeah. exciting. <laughs> Even though I don't think there was any, like, rewards or anything. It was just... I think they gave you like some skin bag that was not very good. Like it didn't have anything in it. Oh, yeah. You remember that? They gave you like a mystery bag, but then it was like you just get like the same shirt a hundred times. Yes, they were horrible. (laughs) (laughs) The same like army camo shirt over and over again. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny looking at those skins then and now looking at like in BR games like Apex and stuff, the stuff you get like in PUBG, they give like streamer stuff. Like it's all this crazy skin stuff now. Whereas back then it was like camo green shirt, you know, it's kind of funny. It's actually really funny thinking about the evolution of that. It is actually. I feel like H1 kind of, I'm probably wrong with this, but I feel like from my experience, they kind of set the stage for all that. They did. And I know at one point they did include, and I'm not an expert because I dropped off of it after a while, but I know at one point they also brought in streamer stuff. They had like a streamer crate and stuff like that. But they definitely yeah. set the stage with a lot of those like ideas. Mm-hmm. And I think that was pre Fortnite too. Yes, yes, I'm for sure. Because sure. Fortnite's been really innovative and thought of a lot of stuff. But yeah, I think Fortnite came out around while PUBG was going on. I think um, H1 was before yes. both of them, and then it was like Fortnite yeah. and PUBG going on. 
It used to drive me crazy because I loved H1BR and everyone would come in, and this is when PUBG was big, and be like, why don't you play PUBG? And I hated PUBG because <laughs> every time I would go into a house, someone would just be camping like in a bathtub. And they'd That's be like, why PUBG. are you, how long have you been there? Like, <laughs> you just been in there for 20 minutes waiting for someone? Oh. So I always played H1 instead and it drove me crazy. Yeah. Like, Shut up. Let me play what I want. <laughs> That's exactly. But yeah. When did you start streaming? Um, gosh, uh, it's been so long now. I would say it's got to have been three and a half, four years now, like on and off. Cool. Yeah. It's been a long yeah, time. That's awesome. I'm old. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Same. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's been, it's probably been close to four years now. Cool. Yeah. Congrats. Thank what you. made you want to start? Uh, so for me, it was kind of weird. I heard about Twitch through a random person I was interested in romantically at the time, Ooh. but not like nothing. It wasn't anything big, but we sort of, that's how I found out about right. Twitch because she did Twitch. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, cool. And so I just swung by one day and was like, you know, I didn't say anything because I didn't want to be like, I know you, you know, but yeah, just like, oh, this is cool. This is a cool idea. And so um, I'm playing games with my friends and I'm sitting around. I'm like, you know what? I, I think I'll just stream. Like, why not? And I had explained to them what streaming was, I think, at the time. And I'm just like, I think I'll just go live on Twitch. And so I went live and then you know, eventually a person came in and I started talking to him and you know how it goes. Like eventually now I have a community. It's, yeah. it's kind of crazy. But at one point there was zero people in my stream um, other than my friends who I was playing the game with, which was just one or two people. Yeah. It's nuts how it evolves and kind of comes to be, eh? It, it does. And I think about it all the time because I don't think anybody from back then except my friend is around anymore. It's crazy how it just like evolves and yeah. you know, the community sort of shifts and grows and people go away, people come and some people mm-hmm. stay longer than others. And yeah. Yeah. I think one day I went back and like looked at my follows and I started because my email um, that's attached has all the follow, like has followed you on <gasps> Twitch. And so I that went back so and I started, cool I started going through them and I'm like, Oh man, I'm like, it took a long time before I saw a name that was still around. You know, I was like, Oh, all these people, like it's crazy. Wow. But it was really cool to see just like the evolution and then the speed up. You could see at first it was like one day, one follow. And then, mm-hmm. you know, then later it's like a bunch in one day. So it's, it's cool watching it sort of grow. If you look, if you have that kind of data available. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I did. <laughs> I turned those off like. A month into streaming, I was like, I'm good. <laughs> I had I had Gmail sort it into something for me so that they go away and I don't see them unless I want to go see when somebody followed me and just, I don't know. Oh, yeah. nice. So That's I don't really, see really them, cool. but it's it's really nice to have. So I can go look back and see stuff. Mm-hmm. I remember being friends with someone. Speaking of the speed up, I was friends with someone around that time and we were like the same size. And he said as soon as he got to a thousand followers, he noticed like a big like influx of follows and like his viewer account went up and I was like, that's interesting. I wonder if that'll happen to me. And then when I hit a thousand, the same thing happened. So I don't know if people are more willing because they think you're more established if you have like quadruple digits in your following list or what? I don't know. I could see that. I do notice that like anytime someone, you know, like for instance, this happens in Overwatch sometimes, uh, people will hear my mic and they'll be like, oh, are you a streamer? That's a really nice mic. And I'm like, uh yeah i guess and then if they come by they they find out who i am um typically when they see my follow numbers they kind of they have this moment and then they're like okay you're oh you're doing pretty good like i think that there is sort of this legitimacy to a certain number Mm -hmm. you know like 
if they went in and you were newer, they'd be like, ah, oh, they may not stick around. But when they see that you're established, I think sometimes people want to make sure before they latch on to something that, that you're not just going to disappear. You know, they yeah. don't they want to make sure you're legitimate. It's like, am I going to settle my little nest egg here or should I? That's true. So it's important. Yeah. I, it could be important to them, you know, on a, even on a subconscious level. Mm-hmm. Because some people do just stream and then just drop off the face of the earth. Exactly. Like, you okay? I, I hope so, but... <laughs> I hope so, too. There's a lot of people I think about all the time. I'm like, that used to be like a streaming, you know, partner or friend and they drop off and I never hear from the game. And it's kind of sad. And like, I think about them all the time. I'm like, man, I remember when so and so we used to have good times. I know it's hard. People always ask me, like, are you going to keep streaming forever? And I'm like, I don't know, but I don't want to like give up like everything that I've built and worked hard for. That's like a really sad thing. (laughs) Same. And also at the same time, it's like the community of it all. Like I don't want to walk away from all the friends I've made, right? Like I don't do, you know, I've made a lot of good friends on Twitch and it it Mm -hmm. would be weird to sort of step away from it. Yeah. Because then what, you know, it's like a big piece of your life would be missing. I know. It's a huge support system too. Oh, exactly. Yeah. 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 So did you start with Silence Night as your name? Yes, I did. This has been my name Whoa. forever. This has been my name for my gamer handle since like StarCraft 1 days, actually. Oh, no way. Oh, a long time ago. Yeah, this is my first gamer handle, actually. Like, wow. First ever. And it's stuck. I've never done anything else. And you actually kept it. I kept it. Yeah. And it doesn't mean anything. So that's so cool. I think one of my first ones was like cutie girl 999999 <laughs> or something. So good. Because <laughs> I was like, I want people to know I'm a girl. Like, <laughs> they need to know I'm a girl gamer. <laughs> That's amazing, actually. Yeah. I love it. Oh. So I, I had that. I think I had one with another, like, girl thing in it. Because I was like, I don't know. I just think it's cool that I'm a girl. <laughs> well, it's something that makes you unique, right? Like, especially, I, I, I know that nowadays, and, and maybe it was more so back then, too. But I do know that, like, back then, it didn't feel like there were a lot of girls in gaming Mm -hmm. um at least when i was younger i didn't notice it now the internet wasn't as big either so it's hard to sort of scale that but um it's more prevalent now so that's less of a unique thing i guess like but back then it would have felt very like something that made you stand out which i think makes sense yeah yeah i think part of it is also people not having mics back in the day like i remember when like getting an xbox mic to plug in your little controller was like so expensive it was really so, expensive. Yeah, I think it probably still is, but I haven't bought one in ages, so I don't know. But I think when you're growing up too and you're in high school, like 60 bucks for a headset is like, oh my God. It's a lot. Can't do yeah. it. But yeah, I don't know. I think it's gotten more regular, especially now with Twitch. I think it's... And I think it's a good thing, right? Like it's mm-hmm. nice. It's great. Absolutely. But, you know, but now you don't want to be mop girl garden, right? Like you just want to no, be mop garden. Hell so, no, hell <laughs> no. Yeah. Mop the girl. <laughs> Mop the girl. I like it. That's new branding. I like it. Yeah. I've seen some some girls with like girl gamer in their Twitch name. Really? And I'm like, all right. I don't know if I've seen any actually. Interesting. So nothing against them. I'm just no, kind of no, like, yeah. Do your thing, right? You don't need to be defined by that either, you know? Exactly. I need to be defined by a mop garden personally. Does that <laughs> even mean anything? No, (laughs) literally nothing. (laughs) 
Neither does mine. Honestly, so um, I was in a StarCraft clan with just my friends, and they named the clan the Knights. And so I did a little it's 90s style or early 2000s style underscore knight. Like, ah. And I just went with silenced for like the pun of it all. Like I was like, oh, like silent night, silenced night. Like, okay, cool. Oh, my God. I never even thought of that. So didn't I didn't have any reason for it. I was just like, okay, it makes sense. It goes with the clan tag. And that was it. And that's I've been SK ever since. Well, SK evolved from that. People just didn't want to say my full name. Yeah. And so anytime anyone's been around, they've just started naturally, actually, even if they don't hear it, they'll just say SK. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I remember I always heard Rob say that and I was like, what the heck is an SK? And then <laughs> I think we like because Rob is the one that got me into podcasting and we did like a kind of info session with him. You were there, right? I'm not making this up. I think that's where we first like had like an actual talk with each other. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, that's when we like first met. And then finally he was like, oh, yeah, SK, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's SK. It yeah. all makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I, I I know a lot of people, and so that happens a lot because someone will hear my name, and they'll even if I've been in their chat, they're like, I, I don't who, and then they finally yeah. get it, and they're like, Oh, you're SK. Yeah, because so. I'm sure I'd followed you on Twitter for like quite a while before then. Cause yeah, I knew I'm you. pretty sure I had ran into you. Somebody hosted you. Uh, yeah, I I knew you before that, but I hadn't. I don't think I'd talked to you. I knew of you, and I'd seen your face, and I'd watched your streams, but. Yeah, through the grapevine, I guess. Through the grapevine, yeah. Weird how, like, that stuff happens. It's I got weird. rated by, um, oh my God, Danotaj? Danotaj, yeah. I don't know if I've heard the name. I think that's him, the other day. And I was like, why do I know your name? And then I, like, went to creep his Twitter, and I was like, oh, my God, I follow you on Twitter, and you follow me on Twitter. This makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. I, there's been people like that with me before, too. I'm like, I we follow each other for who knows what reason. And we'd followed for like months or, you know, and then all of a sudden they're in your channel and you're like, oh, that we know each other. Yeah. yeah. yeah like, okay. yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's great. I feel bad if I forget people, though. I do. Oh, that me sometimes. Too. <laughs> I try not to. I'm usually pretty good with names, but sometimes it happens and I'm like, oh, gosh, I'm the worst. Mm hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty bad with names, but I do my best. I feel like my brain has reached uh, a point where it can't store any more random online people's facts <laughs> yeah actually same so i did you know that i this is such a stupid little fact but um i was reading a study once about um old people and how like their memory is bad right and we always think it's oh you get older your memory goes bad but it's actually that your brain storage space it starts to fill up and you have your search time or your seek time like a hard drive takes longer and so you sit there and you're like uh it's just because you have so much little stuff to process through and jump around through. Oh, and my God. It's less about being old. It's more about having more knowledge and having to parse through that to figure out where you're going. Interesting. Next time I can't think of a word I'm looking for on stream, I'm going to say that. Like, guys, like I'm, I'm too just, smart. Yeah, I'm too smart. It's <laughs> I, like I can it. never think of words that I need. Yeah. <laughs> I have too much knowledge. Oh, perfect. Perfect. No, that's crazy. That's actually very interesting. Mm -hmm. Huh. So you work outside of streaming, yes? Yes, I do, actually. Yes. it's Streaming is more of a hobby for me than something too serious. It's just right. something I do for community and fun. Which is so nice. It's very nice. Do you like what you do? 
I do. So I'm a uh, computer programmer. I write software cool. for a 3D modeling system, so like a CAD system, if you're familiar. And um, nope. <laughs> um, well, you know, like how you model things digitally before you design them physically. So you oh, want to okay. go into a computer and have uh, like AutoCAD does it, and you design like a boat or a building or mm. I don't know a soccer ball or something, and then you want to like physically do it afterwards but beforehand you model it to see how much material you need and stuff like that right so i write the software that generates the graphics like so oh so yeah so, cool. so there's like physics and math and gross stuff like that involved yeah that's really cool i think they to make lego they do something like that i uh, probably you know about a that? lot there's yeah. a lot of modeling out there um it's getting pretty big because think about like this way you can go out and if you had to build like uh, just say a room or something and you wanted to know like how much material ahead of time you wouldn't know but if you build it you can go oh it's exactly this and this and this and we know exactly how much material and product and everything we need right so you don't have That's to so buy cool. a bunch of extra stuff you can buy exactly what you need wow yeah it's pretty cool it's nice i like writing software i think it's really fun and it lets you do a lot of fun hobbies like writing stuff for twitch and stuff right you can write little bot stuff and and have fun with that yeah so that's pretty cool yeah i guess having that knowledge is like a really cool thing it's it's nice and it leads to you having like a lot of good even just like i don't know side side ideas and things so like one time i wrote this bot for like etsy it never came to fruition someone's gonna steal this now off your podcast oh no (laughs) i wrote this now (laughs) (laughs) i wrote this etsy uh (laughs) bot that did alerts for etsy whenever you got a purchase it was pretty cool and it did like You know, instead of because they didn't have they or probably like have one on Twitch time. channels. Yeah, so you could see it pop up and show when a when you got a notification. It was ah. really crude because their API wasn't great at the time, but it was still cool. Right. So you get like little side things like that. And you never fully did it. I made it. It's sitting in a folder somewhere. Oh, you should do it. <laughs> it's, it's, there's there's so many artists and like creative people on twitch that i'm sure have at these jobs that would like totally use it yeah yeah i I guess like for me everything is just fun right like life is serious and twitch for me is fun and Mm -hmm. i come for the community and to meet people i've met some great people like i don't have a lot of irl friends right i don't date i just kind of like keep to myself but like for me this is where i meet the best people and Mm -hmm. it's like that's what twitch is for me it's not very serious yeah Um, well you have so much in common yeah you know you have such a like games in common and i feel like that's such a good building block for creating friendships and i feel like there's a lot of people in the same kind of mental state on twitch where there's a lot of like introverts and where they still want to get their socialization sort of stuff like after work without like needing to go out and be tired (laughs) exactly um yeah so much that's exactly me. Yeah, I think people have a lot in common, which is cool. Speaking of Etsy, I notice you have like a a spud Etsy pin or something on your profile. Yeah. What's the deal with that? Is that your Etsy shop? That's not my Etsy shop. No, that's my good okay. friend. Uh, that's my good friend Acorn Bandit's shop. She actually designed and made that for us. And uh, she does enamel pins and she does... This is like a plug for her for a second. Uh, she does streamer pin hosting. Uh, she ah. uh, So right now, I think she just has two clients, me and one other. But she's trying to get into that. And she does like designs for people and then makes the pins in her shop and sells them. So um, basically, cool. um, yeah, we just wanted a potato characterization. And she she made it for me. And I loved it. And we made it into a pin. And 
gave most of them away at uh, PAX, but, you know, we still Ooh. sell them on the, uh, the Etsy store as well. Yeah, that's cool. I know people, because a lot of people walk around with the lanyards at PAX, because you yeah. have your like, expo badge or whatever. So a lot of people put, like, pins all over the lanyards, so Yeah, we cool were going to give away, like, three, and I ended up giving away, like, 15. It was... <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> just so many people, right? Yeah, well, like 10 bucks you know, or like something. 10 bucks. So, yeah, it's like, but I just wanted people to have them and enjoy them. I mean, like, again, like, I'm not on Twitch trying to, like, pinch pennies and make mm-hmm. money. And, you know, like, it's not my full time job. It's something I do for fun. So, um, at the end of the day, it's just like I have trouble getting too serious about things or making good business decisions. That's totally fair. I think that makes Twitch a lot more fun, too. I've talked about this with Todd Real. I'm sure mm-hmm. you know Todd. Of course. Because um, she does it just for fun as well. And I think it makes it a lot more just chill. It's freeing. Like, the yeah. more serious you get, the more stressed you get. And if you're a person with anxiety, it gets really bad. Like, Twitch can get really rough. Even if you're, like, mm-hmm. an established person from an outside perspective would be like, you look fine. Like it, you get very stressed and very worked up and it starts to become not fun. So mm-hmm. it can be oh. rough. So switching over to that is great. Like, I, yeah, I know all about that. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, yeah, I, people think that I'm really like calm, cool, collected and have it all together and I'm really chill and stuff. But like I deal with a lot of anxiety as well, but um, dealing with someone that deals with a lot of anxiety and stuff, it is. Even like when you feel like you're doing well, you still never feel like you're doing good enough, I guess. So it's it's hard. I don't know. It's, it's weird... really rough. It's it's rough. Mm-hmm. I have I have that also also have that issue where I just don't feel no matter what. And I almost self-sabotage sometimes. Like some of the best stuff mm-hmm. I've done on Twitch where my numbers were awesome and I just stopped doing it because I feel like I don't know, I get really stressed about it and suddenly I'm like, I'm not gonna play that game anymore, even though it's going really well for me. I just I get eh, it's so bad, but I get so stressed about things that sometimes I'm just like, I'm going to do something else. That's too bad. It is, but it's okay. It's just that like anxiety is is really rough. And sometimes when you can't even like go live because you're sitting there like hovering over the button, like I can't do this. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's sometimes yeah. easy to just make the really easy, simple decisions and keep things as chill as possible. Totally. Yeah, I think. For me, I've only a few times like hovered over the button being like, oh, I'm like nervous to go live because I have such a fantastic community that's really supported me through a lot of stuff. And I literally feel better when I'm streaming because like, I don't know if it's because I'm putting on a show. Well, I'm not really putting on a show, but like, you know, you're still more up than you would be just playing a game. I think you kind of like forget about all that stuff a little bit and just kind of push through and just. I put in my six and a half hours and then I can deal with the anxiety later. (laughs) It's interesting. Like for me, um, it's gotten better lately, though, because I think that was a product of like playing games. I wasn't necessarily in the mood to play because Mm. then I felt like I was putting on a show instead of like just having fun with my friends. Like, yeah, I would be like, I have to play this game or if I was going to play a game I wanted, I'd be like, no one's going to come because I'm playing this game I want to play and they want to see such and such. And so there's all these like weird. So once I like freed myself from that and was like, all right, well, I'm just going to do what I want. I'm here. And if someone comes in and says, why aren't you playing this? I'm going to let them know I'm playing what I want. I'm sorry. I don't, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, if you want to be here, that's fine, but I don't want to set these expectations that I'm going to just play whatever game, you know, you guys want to see. I'm, I'm here to enjoy myself as well. So 
Yeah, I think that's so important. Especially, it's nice for you because you aren't relying on the money from stream to live. <laughs> you can kind of have that freedom to do whatever you want, which is really, really nice. That's interesting. So, so I assume that about you. I didn't know. So that is, this is like your your full-time thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so I cool. do Sunday to Thursday and then sometimes Fridays. That's yeah. awesome. That's yeah. That's really cool. Um, I'm pretty lucky. It's crazy that people support me enough to do that. So <laughs> I feel very lucky and you're blessed that people to want watch. to. Sorry, I was just saying you're enjoyable to watch. Of course, they want to support. Oh, you know, thank such you. a great caster. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay, she didn't pay me to but, say that, but I just want to yeah. say it, you know. <laughs> I'll I'll PayPal you after. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, so Rob Rob was telling me that you have a really good outlook on your anxiety and everything. How do you kind of manage it and deal with streaming and life in general? Yeah, so I try to um, zen out a lot. Like that's kind of what I would call it. Anxiety's right. rough, right? Like it's it's something that kind of hits unexpectedly. Uh, so I do have general anxiety disorder, which can present itself in so many different ways. Some days it's like really bad social anxiety. Mm-hmm. Some days it's completely not. Like I feel like I can talk to people. Um, but most of the time I sort of just like, you know, get into sort of this like zen-like state where I'm like, you know, nothing really matters. It's all irrelevant. And, you know, you just be here and be here for this stream this moment and everything's going to be fine and and usually i can work myself through it you know i've picked up breathing exercises and um things like that over the you know like i think anxiety is something much like a lot of other things where you can't necessarily cure it on your own sometimes some people can and that's awesome but sometimes you can't but you always have an opportunity to make it a little bit better by doing certain things and so like I've adopted sort of like a lot of these Zen like practices with like meditation and like dynamic stretching and like Mm. the breathing and things like that. And then also, you know, finding things along the way, like making sure you get your D vitamin supplementation, because let me tell you, that is very, very important to Mm -hmm. your depression and anxiety for anyone. I, I, I would highly recommend it, especially as someone who stays inside a lot. Like, yeah, super important. I notice when I'm not taking, um, my D vitamins, like I can tell Hmm. the difference. Um, because my anxiety will be spiking so much harder. Oh, it (laughs) really does. It's, it makes a noticeable difference for me. So I would recommend to anyone to try it even. Yeah. If you're not going out in the sun, like first of all, go out in the sun, but if you're not going (laughs) to take a high dose of D, like I take, think I think 5,000 is what I take. Oh yeah. I don't know what the, what the recommended is. Um, as far as I've researched into it, you can have up to, they recommend up to 10,000, but you know, it's it's up to it. They say different things. You you can't really get vitamin D toxicity until you get like take a lot, a lot for a long yeah. period of time. So yeah, you're yeah. kind of safe to take a big dose of it, a big dose of D uh, whenever. <laughs> take a big old D. It'll make you <laughs> feel better. That's what I tell people. You know, our streams are a little <laughs> lewd over, you know, where I am. And so we, I tell people, I'm like, take a big old D and you'll feel better in the morning, you know. So uh, I love that. Yeah, but it's it's. It is important. Like, seriously, it's very important. It's something. But back to the point, it's like coping things, like thinking, finding things to cope and um, finding things to like sort of get through it. Um, and I find that mindset and taking care of yourself is 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 where it's really at. It's so important. There's so many little things you can do, too. Right. Like I do like, I don't know, just like moisturizing my face, which sounds so funny, but like it makes me feel better because my skin is better. Right. Like, yeah. 
you know, I, I've yeah. started like pampering myself and it makes me feel better about myself. That's yes. I, okay. So I like sometimes put on lotion after I shave my legs in the shower mm-hmm. and I just feel so like hot for the rest of the day. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm a badass babe. Like. <laughs> That's exactly it, though, right? And it gives you a boost to your mentality. Like, I'll trim my beard. I'll, like, trim myself. I'll put lotion on my face. I'll, like, you know, wash my face. I'll I'll do all kinds of things. And it'll make me feel better, right? Like, and Mm -hmm. it's those little, like, little small victories you can get through the day that sort of, like, take some of the weight off. Because I think that a lot of times, um, at least in my experience, because I don't want to speak for everyone with anxiety, but in my experience, it's a bunch of little things that if you can just pull a couple off, your day is like a hundred times better. It's like, yeah, you just clean, you know, your passenger car seat that's had a bunch of papers in it for like two months. If you just get those <laughs> out of there, it's one less thing. And you notice a huge difference. It's yeah, but you don't think about it like that. It's just like oh, everything is horrible. Everything is bad. But like sometimes it just takes a little small even if it's just, just a little bit, that's extra weight off your chest. And I've I've found that things like that over the years have helped me out a lot. That's so good. I find that too. If I've been really overwhelmed and I just clean my apartment, like even if I just wipe down my kitchen counters, I feel so much better. Because I feel like for me, every time I'm a very like clean, neat person. And if I walk into my kitchen and there's like crumbs everywhere and like smoothie spilt on the counter and crap, <laughs> I'm like, oh, God, I'm like overwhelmed with how dirty it is. And then if I take literally 10 seconds, spray it down, wipe it down, I'm like, ah, oh, I can breathe again. Like it's yeah, it's crazy so how, nice. how effective it is. And mm-hmm. I've, with my new place, I actually stream without my green screen now just to make sure I keep everything nice and like perfect. Like I'm pretty good with stuff, Ooh. but like. Now I have this new thing where it's like, I can't have my place dirty because everybody can see everything. Yeah, so that's been yeah. helpful too. Well, you have a really nice place. Like it looks nice behind you. Thanks. I'm working on it too. It's not even completely done yet, but it's, it's yeah. getting there. Yeah, no, like it looks good. Some people have like a bed with clothes all over it and like <laughs> shoes everywhere and crap. I'm like, oh, just looking at that stresses me out. And it's it's crazy, like being an e person, how much that can change how you look at a stream. Yeah, so. it's important to remember that, right? Like it's it's you know it, even not being very serious about it. Like presentation, you know, at the end of the day, it's like entertainment. So if you present yourself in a way that ostracizes or keeps other people out, like you said, like a neat person like you is going to come into a stream like that and go, "Oh, I can't watch. Like I'm stressing yeah. about your bed." So it's important to remember stuff like that. And it's the same for like, you know, doing those little things for yourself to get that extra little shine on yourself for the day, feeling like moisturized or like shaved or just feeling like a hot babe. Cause I, cause same, (laughs) right? Like if I, if I take care of myself for the day, I trim up and I feel clean. I feel like a hot babe, right? Right. You are a hot babe. Oh, come on. (laughs) (laughs) But so it's important, like, you know, it's important to do those things for others, but also really for yourself, which I think is the most important thing. Hmm. Yeah, for sure. You talked about a beanie feeling like a weighted blanket. Do you have a weighted blanket? I do have a weighted blanket, actually, They're and so it's very good. nice. It's so yeah. great. They're you just so good. Throw it on you and just like oh, I've slept yeah. with it a bunch. It's very nice. Hmm. I had to take mine off for the summer because it got too hot. But like, oh, they're very oh, warm. in the winter. Yeah, absolutely. It'll be on there. <laughs> yeah, it's very comforting. It's surprising. You would think you'd look at it and you'd be like, I don't understand how this would work, but it's very calming. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting hearing the science behind it 
and how it literally it releases do you know about it i don't i'm inquisitive go ahead please yeah it uh it releases endorphins i believe the same way that like hugging and like skin to skin contact releases um so because it's simulating like you're being hugged it releases those like feel good feelings in your body and literally helps physically with like depression and anxiety yeah i actually i can't remember the name of the hug hormone but that makes sense that's pretty cool yeah let's look it up the hug hormone (laughs) do it i'm pretty sure it'll show up it's i think they call it the hug hormone informally oxytocin oxytocin there it is yes there it is so apparently that's what's uh released with weighted blankets which totally makes sense cool yeah because it really does like you cuddle up in that bed and like going to bed and you're like ooh, feels so cozy i'm not single anymore i'm getting cuddled (laughs) (laughs) hey way to blanket how you doing yeah exactly (laughs) like push my hair back a little bit yeah yeah talking about feeling sexy (laughs) yeah right hold me tighter yeah Yeah. (laughs) oh man actually speaking of this rob had mentioned something about bodybuilding or fitness or something with oh, you? Oh, so yeah, he he's close. He's close. Um, powerlifting okay. actually. Ah. So there was a long period of time where I was um, doing powerlifting, and I almost dabbled in um, bodybuilding. Not bodybuilding like you think of bodybuilding. More like um, on the physique side, which is like the lower end, which is not right. like the huge muscles, but more like the in shape, like smaller physique but still very like defined um i did think i almost i like half considered a show like i started cutting for one at one point just to try it and it was nice it had cool results but like i didn't actually go through with the show so i wouldn't say i did it but um but for like a couple years i was very into fitness and nutrition and i've read way too many studies on nutrition and um i spent a lot of time doing like powerlifting and um improving just my strength generally uh, I think cool. I, I was all about like getting my big three lifts, which is like the squat bench deadlift and like trying to get those like through the roof. So that was what I was doing. And it was it was it was really fun. It was a good period of time before Twitch, actually. OK, that's yeah. very interesting. You say that. Do you still gym it up a lot or no? I um gym more for like health now and less for like getting super strong. I've considered gotcha. going back to it, but it, like I still do gym just for like staying healthy. Right. In fact, my new place has a gym, so it's really oh, nice. Oh, that's the best. I know. I just walk downstairs and work out. It's great. Yeah, that's amazing. I lived in a condo that had a gym in the basement, and I remember I go to the gym the same amount now that I did when I lived there, and I'm like, why? That was so, it was so convenient. Right? Oh, yeah. Now I drive crazy. like 10 minutes to go to my gym. Like, come on. And it's so hard because like. Fitness is hard, especially when you don't do it regularly, like you don't keep those hormones going. So when you have mm-hmm. to drive, even if it's 10 minutes, you're like, I don't want to do this. Never mind. I'm going. I'm staying I know. Home. I'll do it tomorrow. Yeah. And every time I go to the gym, I'm like, I feel amazing. Why don't I do this every single day? And then you forget. And yep. Then I take three <laughs> weeks off again because I just get yep. busy. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> but I imagine it's hard for you. So you work full time, I assume. Yeah. Yes. Nine to five. Yeah. And then you want to stream in the evenings as well. Like, how do you make time? It takes up so much time. So, you know, when I first started and this is going to sound crazy, but when I first started, I streamed every day. I streamed seven days a week 
and worked my job. Oh my god! And it was so good and fun, but just burnt the heck out of me. So I had to, I had to get yeah. away from it. But then eventually it started to wear on me. And nowadays it's more like sort of when I feel like it's about three days a week um, would be sort of where I try to level that's off or good. at least hit. But it's it's rough, right? Because like that's the problem. And I find is the hardest thing about keeping a schedule. And most people would love it if I kept a schedule. But the problem is that every day is different how I feel. So mm-hmm. I can't know ahead of time, especially a week ahead of time. If I'm going to feel like streaming, I have no idea because some days I'll get off and have all the energy of the world. And I'm like, let's play video games. Let's do this. Let's stream. Some days I get off and unexpectedly, I just want to lay in bed and nap after work. Like I don't want to do anything. Yeah. So it's really hard. It's really hard. And that That's makes fair. streaming tough for me. It's not easy. Yeah. So you you never commit to a time like ahead of time. You just kind of start it up. No, um, I usually have a regular time, which is usually like 8 p.m. in the evenings. But sometimes I go before that. It's really I'm really a feels based streamer lately. It's just like, when do I have the energy and when am I in the mood and am Mm -hmm. I in the mood to play a certain game? And so that's how it's been lately Um, until I find another way to like get some extra energy or I don't know. It's going to have to stay kind of that way. That's the best way to do it, though. Because, again, you don't want to burn yourself out. And if you want to nap in a night, then it's totally in your right to nap. (laughs) I've considered giving my weekends away. That's something I've been thinking about lately. Maybe just like being like a weekend streamer and then maybe one day a week, like a Saturday, Sunday, all day stream kind of type thing. And then Mm. and then like maybe a day during the week. But I feel like that might be easier, but I don't know. I don't know. Well, Well, it's nice you have like, again, because you don't rely on it, you can play around a little bit. See what yeah. works, see what doesn't. Exactly. It is It is yeah. a luxury. You know, I like talk about all these exciting or kind of lazy things and mops over here like, oh, that would stress me out because money and <laughs> No, time. no. I think even though like I'm full time, I still think it's important to do what's good and what's healthy for you, you know? Good. That's a good one. That's good to have. Like, Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I'm really bad at taking days off, but, uh, you know, I will if I'm really needing it so yeah i took my first bank holiday bank holiday whatever like kind of like labor day kind of thing but it was back in i think august and i actually took that holiday off and i was like whoa i don't do that (laughs) like i take off christmas and thanksgiving and i think that like that's it that's crazy but that's that's good and I can understand because like if you especially if you set a schedule and it's sort of like the thing you do, I could see you feeling like sort of like a streamer's guilt to missing a stream and be like, Mm -hmm. "Ah, people are going to be upset. I do. I do. Because I the thing is, is like if I worked a desk job, I would be working at that time. Like if they told me to come and I would. So it's a good point. If you treat it like a desk job, that makes sense, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So I've always had that same look. And like if I have a runny nose, like. I would still have to go into my desk job. So it's a good point. I mean, this is a desk job, right? Unless you're yes. like gaming on the floor, you're at yes, a desk. I am literally sitting at a desk right now. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you have? Do you have a podcast, or are you making a podcast? No, I'm not making a podcast. I'm really like a freelance podcaster. I love okay. podcasting. I don't have one, but like, I just. I want people to invite me on all the time because I love them so much. I, I like <laughs> talking to people. It's I don't know, like okay. I like making friends, and so I enjoy coming on. Um, 
cast with like Rob and, and you now and stuff like that. So it's a lot of fun. That's um, awesome. But I don't have my own. I've thought about it, but I don't know what it would be about. And I don't know. Yeah, I'd probably hard. just make Rob do it all for me. Hear that, Rob? Yeah. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> he does everything for me, honestly. I just talk. He's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. Well, do you have any questions for me or anything else you wanted to discuss? Um, not particularly. I'm just, I'm really excited to have been on this. I think it's a great cast. I think you're a great caster and I was really excited to come out and talk with you today and get some like one-on-one time. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you so much. Yeah. I love just having the opportunity to like all of this stuff I didn't know about you. I've just lurked in your stream sometimes. So it's really cool, right? To get to connect like a little bit and it's, it's really Mm -hmm. nice. Yeah. When do you ever sit down and just talk to someone for an hour? (sighs) Never get the chance anymore. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. Especially as streamers, like you always just stream by yourself. So exactly. And you're talking to people, but you're talking to a group of people and you're never like having that personal back and forth, give and take, you know, Mm -hmm. it's always just give, give, give. And not in a bad way. I don't mean to say that in like a negative way, but like it's very much a give relationship because you're the one on camera, you're the one talking and it's hard to get that connection back with the, with the take. But when you, you know, sit down with someone like on a podcast and that's what I like about it. There's so much give and take. You get to actually have a personal conversation. It's really cool. Yeah. And a real conversation. There's so many times where I ask a question and they reply and I'm like, what does that mean? And they're like, you asked me blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, oh my God. Yes. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So like, because I'm horrible, it's hard to have full conversations sometimes. So. It really is. And you're like, I don't remember 10 seconds ago. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, I have no idea what I I'm really don't. About. I do that so often. It's because you're managing like 30 conversations and a video game, you know, like it's tough to yeah. do. Yeah. People like, I feel like some people realize that and are like, okay with it. And some people are like, this this bitch dumb like (laughs) (laughs) right wow like very airheaded here can't remember what she said right yeah yeah. yeah. i am a little airheaded but like not as airheaded as i am on stream (laughs) (laughs) but anyway why don't you promote your twitter instagram stream all that good stuff yeah thanks um so uh so obviously silence underscore night on twitch um i am silence night underscore on twitter and instagram i can't get the other one because they're taken by i have no idea who Mm, um yeah it's it's horrible um (laughs) they're almost at the point where they've been inactive long enough i can ask for them but they're not quite there yet so how do you know if they've been active just no tweets response things like that like they haven't done anything on twitter um Yeah, yeah so Anyway, uh, Silence Night underscore for Instagram and Twitter. And yeah, and then Silence underscore Night on Twitch. Those are my main three places. Sweet. And that's night as in like sword night, like K-N-I-G-H-T. Yeah, exactly. Yes, not night, like sleep time. <laughs> mm. Awesome. Well, thank you so very much for coming on. It was it all was my pleasure. pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yes. Thank you. Take care. Another very big thank you to Silence Knight for taking time out of his very busy schedule to sit down and chat with me for you guys. Thank you very much for listening as well. If you were enjoying the podcast or are enjoying the podcast, please feel free to help support it at either twitch.tv slash mopgarden, where you get some cute little bunny emotes. Or my Patreon, patreon.com slash mopgarden. A huge thank you to Ike About You and Inza NL for their immense support on there. Thank you very much, both of you. 
you would like to follow my personal Twitter or Instagram or YouTube as well, everything is just Mop Garden. And for the podcast, all the info is Mop Just Chatting. Again, if there's anything that you would like to be discussed on the podcast or suggestions for guests or anything of that sort, just chatting podcast at gmail.com is where you can contact me. Thank you very much for listening. I really appreciate you spending your time listening to me blabber on. You're great. Have a fantastic week and I will see you in two Sundays. Take care. Just Chatting is a part of the Geek Generation Network. Check out all of our fantastic podcasts, others including Silence Night as well, at thegeekgeneration.com.